for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. And we always appreciate it when you share that on social media. Well... Hopefully you guys are staying warm wherever you're at. The weather is starting to change a little bit outside here in Illinois. It's a little unseasonably warm, I'd say, still. Still getting up to around 60 degrees in some of these days. But uh, certainly we've had a taste of the cold weather. It's getting freezing at night. We're only a month away from Christmas, a couple weeks from Thanksgiving. So I guess we're one year away from crowning a new president of the United States, hopefully, and who knows if Sleepy Joe's even going to make it to that point um, as president of the United States. Uh, who knows if he makes it, period. But nonetheless, he's got a year left of his presidency, his failed presidency. It's been three years of an absolute disaster. I mean, you look at it where he's got us as a country right now, record inflation throughout his term. Uh, we're in war. The economy's a mess. I mean, you could go on and on. This guy has been an absolute disaster. But, uh, Rob, we got a year left. How are you doing tonight? What are your thoughts on Sleepy Joe? And how's the weather there in New York City? It's getting cold here in New York City. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Definitely, we're in that time of the year where people start bringing out the coats, the jackets. I myself was thinking about it. I'm like, gosh, I've got to get another winter coat well not necessarily coat but definitely a jacket i have a jacket that i've had for probably 15 years now and i really like it but now i think it's a bit it's not it's not even dated andrew it's just a simple black jacket but i don't think it's going to get the job done to keep me warm the way i want to stay warm and of course we got to take into consideration global warming and climate change and oh my god it's that time of the year and it's going to be extremely cold i mean i find it so interesting that we have the four seasons <laughs> and every year just like any other year it's cold some years some years it's not some years it's extremely cold some years it's not extremely cold but of course if you look at the left they'll point to global warming or climate change or whatever whatever name they're using i think it's climate change now they've gone through so many iterations i think back when i was in elementary school and we would have this thing called the weekly reader and they were always it was a propaganda machine they were even then they were trying to indoctrinate children as to what they wanted people to believe it's just so unfortunate that fast forward today a lot of kids have been indoctrinated and some of them that came out of school when we were in school i was in school and you were in school they're full-blown indoctrinated they're the ones who are marching around always looking for a cause to march about Remember, we had the pink pussycat hats that were marching. <laughs> we have now we have people who are marching for uh, for Black Lives Matter. Uh, uh, we have people now that are marching for Hamas. Never in a million years would you thought you would have seen this, but we have it. And these are just professional people funded by George Soros, of course, and they just want to go march. And I guess they'll do the same thing during uh, the winter, talking about climate change and how it's too cold outside. It's like, what well, it's supposed to be cold. You're living in the Illinois area. It's supposed to get down to zero. There's nothing new here. I've been counting New York City, the same thing. What's changed? Nothing. You look back in history, the same thing was happening. But yet they'll tell us that it's global warming or climate change and that the world is going to end because of us not being good stewards of the 
environment, of the atmosphere. The same reason why they've gotten rid of all the plastic bags and they're giving you paper bags. And paper bags, when I was a kid, were really good and sturdy. You could put your groceries in it. But now a paper bag, the brown bags, before you even get out of the store, they've ripped. The quality just isn't there. So I prefer the plastic bags. I mean, I got tired of seeing them floating through the air when it was really windy outside and seeing them in the trees. And I mean, that's just people being just downright filthy, not putting garbage where it belongs, in the garbage receptacles. And now talk about global and climate change. Andrew, you look around you, I mean, especially in New York City, it's filthy. It is completely dirty. And I just don't believe it. I'm like, you have people saying, oh, global change. I'm like, but what? Look, at, look around you. You have people defecating on the streets. You have people with their dogs defecating in the streets, and no one picks it up. You're hopscotching around poop, human feces, literally. And it shouldn't be that way. You see people on the outside living in tents. Look at California. We know that she was there, and Gavin Newsom tried to clean it up, tried to get rid of all the tents. But as soon as he left, the tents are going to come back out here in New York City. They're planning on, they're saying, oh, it's getting cold and we've got to turn off the people that are in the hotels that we've been paying for. We've got to put them on the outside now and we're going to give them tents to live in. Like, are you serious? Well, why did you let the people come here in the first place? You know, you couldn't keep it up, paying their room and board and giving them like these five-star meals. And now we're going to put them on the streets and they'll live on the tents. Okay, what about that pollution? And if you were to ask these kids who are out there protesting, like, like look at, compare and contrast, look at what's happening. They're telling you there's global warming, we need to clean up, but yet and still on the back end, they're messing up, putting people on the streets to live on the streets because they're saying that we can't afford the high-end hotels anymore. And the simple solution would have been close the freaking border. We spoke about the other night, them reducing Pete, Mayor Pete Buttigieg's salary to a dollar. They should do that to Mallorca, Alexandra Mallorca, and a lot of other people in the Biden administration because this administration is plagued with incompetent imbeciles. So that goes into the next question, will Biden be the nominee in 2024? I mean, we're up upon the mark whereby if he's going to do it, if he's going to step aside, he needs to do it quickly so that someone else can come in and put together a campaign. And we've been talking about this all week as to whether or not Biden's going to be able to do it or if he's not going to be able to do it. And right now, he wants to do it. Well, I don't I don't think he wants to, Andrew. I think Jill wants him to do it because she likes all the glamour. She likes all of the attention. She likes being written up in all these fashion magazines saying that she's so fashionable and she's the best dressed. You're like, yeah, but we had Melania. And you guys said nothing about Melania because you were jealous of her. And I read, I think it was the Washington Post. They were asking the question in one of their articles, where's Melania? I'm like, why do you care? Why are you trying to cover her now when she was in the White House? You guys did everything you could to hide her. Why would you want to hide someone that beautiful? I don't get it. Well, they were hiding her while they were pulling out, putting out Lizzo and her, she and her thong walking around with her big buttocks being exposed. But they wanted to hide Melania. Now they're asking the question, where is Melania? Well, she's nowhere. She, I'm sure Michelle Obama wanted her hidden. We know that Jill Biden wanted her hidden. Jill wanted her to stay hidden. So back to what we were saying, if Jill's going to run, well, I think we need to ask Jill. Jill, are you going to call him in? Are you going to allow the man to rest? Or are you going to keep pushing him out there? And because of her ego, I think she wants to keep pushing him out there because she loves the limelight. I don't think she's met a light that she didn't like. And this, she loves it. But, Andrew, we have to admit, and I've been talking about this, we have not seen Jill lately. 
Jill's been hiding. And I wonder why. Where is Jill Biden? Why has she not been out there? Why has she been hiding from us? Is she afraid that if she comes out, the media would start attacking her? Then that just goes back to what we were saying the other night. That would be Obama giving them the okay, the green light to do that. But we have not seen Jill. I think the last time I saw her, she was standing on the, what was it? I think it was during July 4, and she was on the balcony, and she was having a moment to herself. And I think Hunter was on the balcony, and it looked like people were saying that it looked like he was shooting up, was putting something up his nose. That was the last time we saw Dear Jill. And I do believe that Jill is hiding because she doesn't want the media to attack her. Wow. And it would only be Obama giving them the okay. Or Michelle, because that's another one that Jill and Michelle, they didn't really get along either. And we know that Jill does not like Kamala. All the more reason she wants Joe to run, although Joe is old and decrepit. And did you guys see over the weekend during Veterans Day, Joe had another confused moment when he was laying the wreath wreath on the tomb of one of the soldiers, or just placing the wreath there during one of the ceremonies. Again, he turned around and looked confused. And I think one of the military guys had to direct him back to his position. And you'll have Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski telling us, oh man, wasn't it a beautiful ceremony? Oh, he's so on top of it. And we see for ourselves that this man is challenged. We did a show the other night about Joe and the media and how the media is just an arm and extension of the government. And that's the reason why they won't attack Joe. Now, Joe will come out and say, oh, you guys are giving me a difficult time. I mean, why don't you look up that other guy, that other fella? Because he knows those are key words. If I say the other fella, they know that it's Donald Trump. And they'll start attacking Trump as opposed to focusing all their attention on me. And I'm the president. Now, had this been any other time, think about this, Andrew. Had this been any other time, the media would be saying, why isn't, why aren't they focusing on the current president as opposed to a president who's left office? Remember Trump? He sucked up all the oxygen out of the room. And even now they focus in on him. Why aren't they focusing on Joe? He's the president. Well, they don't want to focus on Joe because they know if they do, people will start to see, not that they don't see it now, that there are issues there with Joe. Joe is unfit to be president. And as we mentioned the other night, Joe had said that he was only going to serve one term, but we knew that was a lie because Joe was not going to let that happen. Joe wants him there indefinitely. Because, again, she likes the limelight. But going back to Joe, we're in November. Pretty soon, December, they'll be having the first uh, elections in Iowa, the caucus. And then they're supposed to have to go from, from Iowa to New Hampshire. But then the Democrat National Committee, they changed it and went to South Carolina. And let me just explain that to you guys. What they're looking at is that if they go to South Carolina, knowing that Clyde Clyborne is there, and he has convinced all the black people, all, despite the fact that the Democrat Party has failed to honor all the promises that they've mentioned to black people. But they know that if we get to South Carolina, and if he wins by a huge margin, it will create the persona that, wow, Joe is the man. And that everyone else would follow suit and vote for Joe. Whereas if he goes to New Hampshire, Joe more than likely wouldn't get the votes. It could be possibly the other guy who's planning on running, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., or we heard that Jill Stein of the Green Party is coming back. Remember Jill Stein? Hillary Clinton managed to keep her off some of the ballots because she didn't like her. And now, you talk about voter suppression. You talk about allowing people to vote. 
The Democrats, they're known for voter suppression, but yet still they'll tell black people, oh, they don't want you to vote. Why? They don't want you to vote because the candidate that they want to win didn't win. So then they'll say, oh, well, you know, they didn't vote. They're trying to, they're trying to keep you from voting. So that's the reason why they don't want it to be kicked off in New Hampshire. They want South Carolina because it has a huge black population. And if they give all their votes, put all their eggs in a basket for Joe, again, it will create the perception that, wow, Joe is the man. People love him. When in actuality, that's not it at all. It's just that the people there, the constituents there, the black voters have been deceived yet again. And to thinking that the Democrats is that the, the Democratic Party is some like Moses who's going to lead them, uh, lead them to the promised land. Well, the Democrats have been leading black people to the promised land since the 60s, and they still haven't gotten there. As a matter of fact, they've changed directions. They've changed the tour. They've changed the map. They've changed it from content of character to just diversity and equity. But this is a party that has just came in and just convinced black people that we're going to be your savior, and we know that's not going to happen. So that's the reason why they want the vote to be out of South Carolina, to create that perception, the persona that Joe is, oh my God, he's super Joe. And we know that he's not. Because if they would leave it the way they it is, Joe wouldn't win, and people would say, oh my God, we're in trouble. So Joe is counting on that. He's also counting on the media, which we've already identified is an extension of the Democrat Party and currently who controls the government. And according to the Constitution, as we've already established in one of our other shows, it's not supposed to be there. It's supposed to be a free respect, for free press. So because the press has aligned itself with the government, shut it down. And I've mentioned that in one of our shows. Just shut it down. No harm done. We still have the free press. We're just going to shut down this arm because we know that it's been controlled by the government, which is right now the Democrat Party. So just going back to, will Joe be the candidate? So Jill Stein, she's looking at Ronnie. Robert F. Kennedy, we know that, what is the other gentleman's name? Cornell West, the black, Afri black I was going to African-American professor who's completely uh, off his bonkers, says anything under the sun. Always talking about, you know, we're being we're being suppressed, black people oppressed by this unknown boogie white boogeyman. He's planning on running. And Andrew, we heard last week that Joe Manchin is not going to be running for Senate. He's going to step aside. And there have been rumors for quite some time that he could possibly run for the presidency. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. And if he were to run, he would run as an independent on some no walls party. I can't think of the name of it, but he says that he can't get anything done in the Senate. So he wants to just get out because it's at a complete stalemate. And folks, you got to look at this. They say that all the time when they don't want to run. They'll say, oh, Washington is broken. Yeah, but you guys created this system and you have to work within the confounds of the system. We can't pass any bills and no one is playing together. Everyone is against each other. Well, it was designed that way by our forefathers. You win some, you lose some. But you have to be able to have a party platform that makes sense to get people to vote for you. But that doesn't be, seem to be the case here. He's like, I'm just going to give up. Or is he giving up because he's read the tea leaves and he sees that I don't see a path to victory. And if I stay in, I am going to get whipped. And it will be an embarrassment. So why don't I just step aside? And he had, every, when you think about his career, He's in a state 
that's predominantly Republican. But they put him in because they liked his policies. But over the past few years, under the Biden administration, Manchin swished and swashed, he flipped and he flopped. He made promises that he wasn't going to keep. He made concessions that weren't good for the state. And now the sounds of footsteps of inevitability have caught up with him. And he sees now that his constituents, they're not happy with him because he gave too much to the Democrats, which he shouldn't have done. He gave too much to a Democrat party that is no longer the party of Kennedy, but it has become the party of progressive left-wingers that are completely have been, have been completely radicalized. Yeah, you're right about that. It's a golden opportunity for Republicans to take back the Senate when that election does take place because it is a predominantly red area there in West Virginia. And uh, Joe Manchin, uh, as you said, he's past his prime, still thinks he's got some gas left in the tank. The guy's 70-something years old. These guys just need to hang it up when it's time to hang it up. I don't know why he thinks that he would be a favorable candidate for president. Uh, and we've already had Kristen Cinema switch to independent. So it looks like both these Democrats that just weren't going along this entire time have been chased out of the party, which is interesting to see. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on Monday through Friday on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. 
Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. We are back here on After Dark with Robbie and Andrew. We'll just continue our discussion on the 2024 race now that we're so close, only a year away. Uh, the Democrats seem to be very undecided in what they're going to do. Uh, they've got a lot of backup possibilities uh, with some radicals like that Cornell West, as Rob mentioned in the first half. You've got this congressman, Dean Phillips, who's decided to run. He says that uh, he's actually a supporter of Biden, but it's just time that he steps down. Uh, he saw the writing on the wall that Biden's not going to do it himself, so he just decided to run for president. A lot of people see vulnerability with Sleepy Joe since he's so far past his prime. They know it's only one slip and fall away from this guy not being president anymore. So uh, everybody's trying to throw their name in the hat that uh, can. I mean, you've got Jill Stein. You've got Cornel West. Uh, what's that one crazy lady's name? Marianne Williamson. Is she running again? Yep, Marianne Williamson. Yep, she's yep. putting on money. Yep, I think she's in the mix. So, yeah, the, the Democrats got a lot of choices there. Have to be wondering if any of these choices will siphon any votes away from Sleepy Joe. Well, I think the thing is, you you mentioned uh, Jill Stein. If you guys recall back when she was running, Hillary Clinton did everything she could to keep her from running because they were afraid that if she ran, it would uh, take away votes from Hillary, and which it did do. She still stayed in. Uh, and then Cornell West. But going back to Dean Phillips, the Democrat, uh, you mentioned that to me. I had forgotten all about that. He had said that he was going to run. And I'd forgotten about it because the media chose to try to cover up. They did not want to give him a lot of attention. And the same thing with Robert F. Kennedy. I mean, he announced, he and Marion Williamson, like this past summer, that they were going to run. And the media has behaved as if though they're not running. Whereas everyone on the Republican side who jumps in and says they're going to run, they give them all this coverage. You look at Chris Christie. Chris Christie does not have a path to the White House. Let's just be honest. He doesn't have a path. Maybe back in 2013, when Mitt Romney ran, he had a path. But now he doesn't have a path because, like so many other candidates, they self-destruct. They put their foot in their mouth. They start saying things that make absolutely no sense. You know, and then people just, they fall out of favor with people. But the media, controlled by the government, and in this instance, the Democrat Party, and I'm going to keep saying this until we call the media out and we shut them down. I am not saying, to be clear, Andrew, I am not saying to shut down free press. I am not saying that at all. But what we have here is not a free press. It is controlled by the government. And in this instance, the government is the Democrat Party. We saw this happening during the 2020 election, when they all ganged up and they corroborated and they colluded and they cheated to steal the election from Trump. And they're doing the exact same thing now with this persecution of Trump and trying to put him in jail. You have the government, you have the Department of Justice, along with the media, that they're all working in cahoots. Now, had this been any other time, and I hate saying this, but we have to remind you guys of this. Had this been at any other time, the media would be calling out these corrupt judges. They would call them out and say, what are they thinking? What are they doing? There is nothing here. Trump has harmed no one in this crazy New York uh, trial, whereby Letitia James is trying to steal his company. She's literally trying to steal the man's company from him. 
She's trying to steal it, and she's trying to take away all of his money, $250 million fine. No one has been harmed. Banks have gone up and they've testified, and they've said, no, we made money. But you have this looney toony judge who likes to take selfies of himself in the gym without clothes on, mugging for the camera, forcing Trump's children to testify. It's like they had nothing to do with this. It's just calling me. Okay, we want Rob Harper to come up and testify. Like, what? But that's what's happening. And the media won't call it out. They won't say this is wrong. Now, again, when I say the media, not after dark with Robin Andrew, because we're going to call it out. But the established media, they won't say anything. Even Fox News, they're tight-lipped. Now, you'll have some of their commentators who will call it out. And you would think that others would jump on board and say, this should not be happening. But when you have a corrupt government that's controlling the media, the Biden administration, and of course, we got to throw in Obama because Obama is the puppet master, as we established in our previous show, they won't call it out. I went to journalism school, and I'm telling you, we were told over and over again that if there was some type of malfeasance like this, that the media would all band together and attack them. The media has not done that. They have not called this out. They're sitting there and they're waiting. They want them to take Trump's money. They want them to take his company. They want it. You have vultures that are sitting there waiting for it. And you have attorneys, people who went to law school, lawyers who are watching this and won't call it out. This is ridiculous. This is the banana republic it has become. And people, they talk about it and say, but do you understand the gravity? Do you understand what's happening? This does not look good at all. It is not good because you have the government being controlled by a few, few group of people who are corrupt. And then we want to go and lecture to Russia and to China? You got people out there protesting for Hamas saying, oh, my God, look at what they're doing to the Palestinians. But look at what the Chinese are doing to the Uyghurs. Look at what they're doing to Christians. Look at what Zelensky is doing to Christians and his fellow Jews in Ukraine, trying to shut them down, lock them up. This is horrible. But as quiet as it's kept, and they think that Biden is a great man, and they want to put him back in office— they want him to go back. They want him to be the next because he's the best great thing, as Nancy Pelosi says. Nancy Pelosi, whose husband was like beat upside the head by this uh, home invader. I mean, I still think that there is something more to that story, but it remains to be seen because they won't release all the tapes or any of the other documents involved in it. And by now, it's probably been hidden or lost, as they so cleverly do. But this is where we are. So will Joe run? Probably so. Will he be the candidate? Probably so. Unless, as I mentioned the other day, he dies. And as you said, Andrew, I mean, he has one foot on a banana peel. The banana peel is slippery and the other foot in a grave. And if he goes, who takes over? Kamala Harris. Oh, we, we forgot to mention her because I'm sure she's in the background wanting to run. And Andrew, something that you mentioned the other night that I never thought about, and it's so true, is that she has been controlled by this government institute that she can't say what she wants to say and she's not comfortable and that's the reason why she comes out and says all oh, these crazy things not that i would vote for her because i wouldn't she's a democrat and she's a radical democrat but you have these other candidates that are trying to make headway but the media won't acknowledge them going back to dean phillips i didn't know he was running until andrew mentioned it to me and i'm always reading 
I'm always reading the, the media, reading something new, not what a newspaper, but online, doing research. Always. And this just went right over me, right under the radar, rather. And it was by design because the media did not want people to know that this guy's running. So you have Dean Phillips, Jill Stein, you have Robert F. Kennedy, you have Cornell West, uh, Pete Buddha Edge. Andrew mentioned that earlier on in the week. And <laughs> Marianne I, Williamson. Marianne Williamson. I did not see. I had forgotten all about Buttigieg, other than when they said they were going to reduce his salary. I thought more so that they would reduce the salary of Alejandro Mayoka, the president of, uh, I mean, not the president, but the secretary of Homeland Security. Yeah, I but don't know nope. if it, I don't know if it was from all that maternity leave or whatever. But Pete did put on a lot of weight at one point in time. Now, as I've said, he's obviously shed the pounds. He's tanning. I think this guy's priming up to uh, run for president of the United States, or he's at the very least kind of watching to see what happens with Sleepy Joe, because even Democrats know this guy's vulnerable. And like we said, he's one fall away from uh, being taken out of the game. Yeah, from being taken out of the game. But you have these other candidates who, I mean, I don't like them, but I think that they're more cognitively there as opposed to Joe Biden. But Jill is not going to let Joe Biden give it up so easily. She's going to keep him there because she likes the limelight. No one else likes it, but she likes it. So she's going to stay there for as long as she can. But all these other candidates that are running, oh, and we've got to remember Gavin Newsom also, who is there in the wings waiting and wanting to, but it's just not to be. Because he would have to hopscotch ahead of Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, the diversity and equity hire. I don't know if Barack Obama will allow that. Yeah, I think she... Go ahead. Democrats are putting Joe in an interesting position with this Gavin Newsom-Ron DeSantis debate. Let's just say that something happened to President Trump and Ron DeSantis ends up being the candidate. Well, what if we live in a world where Gavin Newsom's already beat Ron DeSantis in a debate, and uh, they've got Ron DeSantis and Joe Biden coming up in a debate, the Democrats are going to have to look at themselves and say, hey, are we better off if we switch to um, Gavin Newsom, who we already know can beat Ron DeSantis in a verbal exchange? Are we better off with this crooked, corrupt, past-his-prime, geriatric politician like Joe Biden? I mean, that's the choice they're going to have to make. I've always said that I'm very wary of this debate between DeSantis and uh, Gavin Newsom, and it's supposed to take place on November 30th. I I know that Sean Hannity put this together, but I am very skeptical of it. I don't think that it will go off the way they're thinking. And I saw DeSantis the other night talking about it, saying, oh, yeah, just wait. You know, I'm going to be on this debate, and it's going to be the West Coast versus the South, and I'm going to really, because I know so much about California, and I'm going to really expose him. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard all that before. And we better be careful because, well, not we better be careful, but he had better be careful because if he has hopes for a high office and he doesn't perform, that's it, buddy. It's over. And we know, as I mentioned, I've already established, the media is the arm of the government, and that government right now is controlled by the Democrats. And even if he were to score good points on Newsom, they're not going to say it. They're going to make it seem as if though Newsom came out on top. So 
I, wow, I just, I, I, I don't get it. The same way I don't get it when you have a lot of Democrat, I mean, Republicans that are uh, making out these Democrat candidates to be these next best things since the sun shined. We've got to be careful. We need to focus on our own party as opposed to the other side and the candidates trying to give the other candidates a a light to shine in. I mean, you look at Robert F. Kennedy. He was on Fox News a couple of times. They're saying, oh, well, we want all candidates. I'm like, yeah, but if he were a serious contender for the presidency, he wouldn't be there. But see, they're thinking they want the light to shine because they're thinking that it will harm Joe. No, it's not going to harm Joe. It's going to harm our party. Because right now what they're saying is that if Robert F. Kennedy were to run, if he's successful in getting on the ballots, he would more than likely it would more than likely impact a Republican as opposed to the Democrat because he's going to siphon votes from a Republican. And then this whole talk about, well, maybe we should put him on the ticket with the Republican. I heard someone say that. I even heard some voters saying, well, you know, we're, we, we need things to be right in the middle. So maybe we should get a Republican president and a Democrat vice president. And, you know, that did happen once with Joe Lieberman. I think it was Joe Lieberman. And was it uh, – what candidate picked Joe Lieberman as his running mate? I'm thinking McCain. But it was a – Joe Lieberman is a Republican – I mean, is a Democrat. And there was a Democrat candidate – who chose him, I think it was McCain, who chose him as his running mate. And I thought, what the heck is going on here? And their thought process was that, well, he's more, he, he's he's like in the middle. He's like a blue dog uh, Democrat or something like that. I thought, that's crazy. We don't want him on the ticket. Because if he's on the ticket, once the guy at the top goes away, then he becomes the president and then we have a Democrat. So all this mixing and matching that they're talking about, we don't want that. We want a party of Republicans, conservatives, and I'm sure the Democrats want the same thing. But they will allow, they will definitely allow Republicans to toy around with these ideas, which makes absolutely no sense. And we are always a party. We're always jumping out front doing it. I'm thinking, folks, come on. Let the Democrats think themselves. We should not give them any ammunition. We should not support them. Let them go down on their own, as opposed to us trying to give them a helping hand. No, we don't need that. We don't need to give them a helping hand. So going back to the candidates that are running on the Democrat side that are trying to run, and the media, again, trying to hide them, because they want you to think that Joe is so out far out front that no one wants to challenge him, and that's just not the case. It is not the case. It's just that the media does not want you to know it because they know that they're dealing with a flawed candidate. They know that Biden is weak. We see it every day. We see it when he met with President Z. We see it with he when he goes out when he went to Israel. We see it with the, the two wars that we're involved in. He is a flawed candidate. And no good will come of this. And it's time that we wake up and say that we need to get a candidate on the Republican side, and we have one, we need to back that candidate, Trump. Because Biden, he's just, I, 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 I think about it, Andrew, I'm like, this is 2023. And would have never thought that we would so openly have a presidential candidate or president, resident, I like to refer to him as, who is as flawed as Joe Biden, 
who we should all be afraid of that should he get if he has his hands on the red button nuclear code that this guy could just like the, the amount of damage that he could cause is insurmountable and people don't seem to be afraid about it they're more so into you know attacking trump and trump we don't want trump there and trump has all these faculties and although trump like he's in his 70s and he'll be in his 80s if, if when he's elected and gets out of office but i'm more concerned about joe who's older than Mick Jagger and I always use Mick Jagger who's like a horn dog who's out there still kicking it on tours I'm more concerned about Joe than Trump coming into office being older because Joe isn't old old and again that's something else that the media will not point out they're making it seem as though it's okay now Trump becomes president they will talk about it nonstop. Oh, he's too old. Oh, he's forgetful. Oh, he has all these mistakes. Oh, he forgot this. Whereas Joe is literally forgetting things, even with cliff notes. But they don't want to cover it. So in the next half of the show, the, la the last half of the show, brother, I'm going to talk about Joe and his cognitively challenge, how cognitively challenged he is, Andrew. Yeah, there's a lot to discuss there. As I said last night, uh, Joe could certainly use some Healthy Cell. And if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the products, and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time.
America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Last half of the show, and we're talking about whether or not Joe Biden is going to be the Democrat candidate for the president in 2024. And by every indication uh, that, that we've mentioned to you and discussed, he is going to be the candidate. Although Joe is challenged in many ways, had it been any other uh, candidate, they would have the media would have already dismissed the person and attacked them and said that they can't be there and would have given the reasons why. And those reasons probably would have been uh, on point. But with Joe Biden, because the media is working with the Democrats and has become a part of the government establishment, we don't see that. We're not getting that. It's not being called out the way it should be. So, And we mentioned the candidates that are running. Uh, on the Democrat Party that they're choosing not to acknowledge because they want you to think that they're not running. And it's, it's interesting. They're, 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 they have people believing that there are there's no one running against Joe. And as we mentioned, we had Marion Williams and Robert F. Kennedy who declared they were running back in the summer, but the media is saying, no, no one is running. Joe's going unopposed. And they're saying that because they don't want anyone to start focusing in on Joe's deficits. They want everyone to think that Joe is the only one. Joe has what it takes and that he, he we should vote for him. But when you look at the state of affairs, you look at the economy, you look at what he has done to the economy, how he has destroyed the economy, how he has destroyed our credibility on the world stage. You take all of that into consideration, and you want to tell me that this man should run for the presidency? Really? What good has come out of this presidency other than more division in our society? A confusion of men and women, not that we are confused by, but they want you to be confused by the Democrats, wanting you to ignore science when they told us that we should pay attention to science. But see, what they've done is that they've gone in and they themselves have changed the script for science. Just basically gone in and just rewritten and said, no, this is what you're supposed to believe. The Democrats in control. And we don't have a functioning media to call it out, which is what makes it even so much worse that we don't have a media to call all of these things out the way they should be calling it out. Because they're complicit. They have become complicit. So Joe has the party establishment that's going to support him. And at the same time, the media is supporting him. Now, we identified the other night that they do have some people in the party, David Axelrod, who's coming out, and James Carvel, they're coming out and saying that Joe should step aside. And they probably got the okay from Obama. So can you imagine, just let's focus on that a little bit. Can you imagine Jill and her being just completely angry that Obama is turning on Joe and saying that he has his henchmen coming out saying that Joe should step aside? Man, I would like to be a fly on the wall in her private quarters. Because I know she's not talking to Joe about this because Joe doesn't have an inkling as to what's going on. He'll probably just sit there and smile that 
joker smile with those chiclet teeth. But just imagine she is there. And maybe that's the reason why she hasn't come out. She's in isolation because she has no one to talk to. She has no one to express, like, I don't believe this is happening. After everything that Joe has done, I decided to let Joe run for office, and now they're going to turn their back on him with Axelrod and uh, James Carbell coming out saying that he should step aside. I don't believe this. For everything that Joe's done, well, everything Joe's done, he's destroyed society. So what more do you want him to do, Jill? But she's angry. She is angry that Joe is not getting his, his due, that they're not going to support him. That they're going to turn their back on him and run someone else. So she's probably extremely angry that this is happening. But would you expect anything less? Absolutely not. And if we had a fair press, they would have already called this out. We wouldn't be where we are right now. It would have never come to this. But because the media is biased, that's where we are. Even social media, the exact same thing. And we know that they ran that job on Trump, where they wouldn't let certain things come up. And we've got to think about this also, Andrew. You look at all the scandals with Joe Biden and his family. James Comer and the information that he has been releasing of the checks paid from China to Joe, checks that Joe received in cash, loans from Joe's brothers to buy a vacation home with cash. If this were Trump, again, we would already be in the impeachment stage. And you would have Republicans who would, would have agreed, but with the Democrats, you have very few Democrats who are going to cross over and say, let's impeach him. I mean, unless, of course, Barack Obama gives the okay. But all this information that has come out, and even if Barack Obama didn't give the okay, if we had an honest media, they would call it out. They would have come together and say, nope, this is wrong. The man in the White House is corrupt, and he shouldn't be there. But they won't do it. And why, sh why would they? Why should they? And that's the reason why Joe is behaving the way he is. That's the reason why we see Joe with cue cards. That's the reason why we see Joe who's confused, who looks completely lost at times, because he knows that no one is going to call it out. Jill knows that no one is going to call it out. So they're okay working within those confounds that, oh, he'll make a mistake, but who cares? The media is going to cover it up so we don't have to worry about it. But we should be concerned we're not a banana republic, although they have reduced us somewhat to that. This is the United States of America. And we should have better leaders in charge. We should have better representation. The rest of the world, our allies, should know that they can rely on us. They should know that in their time of need, we will be there for them. But they don't know that. Because you look at what we're putting out there, you look at what's happening. As I mentioned with the two wars, and this administration finding it very difficult to call out Hamas. Very difficult. So does Joe still control things? No, we've already identified that that's Barack Obama. He's in control. 
but everything else that we're seeing. Again, it's November. A decision has to be made, and I think it's already been made, although you have Barack Obama alkylites, his henchmen that are coming out speaking, but I think that maybe that's them trying to test the waters, Andrew. They're trying to test to see if, in fact, the public is still behind this administration. And if they see that they're not, then it'll be full throttle. But then the question becomes, who's going to step up? Will it be Kamala? Are they going to hopscotch over her in favor of Joe? I'm not Joe, but uh, Gavin Newsom. We know that Jill does not care for her after the whole thing that she did with saying that Joe was a racist, and we discussed that. But see, these are things that if we had a fair media that wasn't controlled by the Democrat Party, they would be on top of this and they would be talking about it. But we don't have that. So for the most part, Andrew, Joe's protected. They've put out a blanket that's protecting him. Because the media is not going to say anything. The media is not saying anything, to the contrary. They're not calling out all of his deficits. They're making it seem as if, though, everything is okay. So if that's the case, you know, Joe will just wander around aimlessly, bumping into walls in the White House, confused. And no one will call him out. They'll just pretend as if, oh, everything is okay. Joe, he's, he's our man. Joe, he's our guy. Although we see otherwise, but Joe, he's our guy. That's really scary. So how will these other candidates make any traction? The media isn't going to give it to them. Because now you would think that they would be saying, okay, he has to debate them. And if it were any other election year, he would have to debate them. But the media is not going to force the issue. They'll say that, well, since Joe's already the president, he's an incumbent, he doesn't need to debate, why don't they debate each other? Meanwhile, Trump not debating, oh, that's bad. That's not about democracy. People should see that. He should have to debate. Yeah, but you don't want Joe to debate? So why should he have to debate? Why are you forcing the issue on him and not on Joe? Again, we have a media that won't call this stuff out. They'll make you think. They'll think of all the people who have sat there and said that Joe needs, uh, that Trump needs to debate. And none of them have come out to say that Joe should debate. But Trump, oh yeah, he needs to debate. This is not fair. Then what is he doing? Who does he think he is? He should be up on the debate stage. You have the moderator. Oh, he should be on the debate stage. Yeah, but you guys won't call out Joe for not being on the debate stage. So if you're not going to call out him, why are you calling out Trump? And not that you really want him out there on the debate stage. Because when he's there, you're going to just completely try to circumvent the process and say, oh, well, we want to ask you about white supremacy. We want to ask you if you're going to deny this. Well, how many times are you going to ask Joe if he's going to deny white supremacy? Are you going to ask Joe if he's going to denounce Hamas? You're going to ask Joe about his failed withdrawal from Afghanistan? Are you going to ask Joe about why didn't he go to Palestine, Ohio? Are you going to ask him when they had, even in, was it Massachusetts, when he had, or was it Maine, when they had the, the, the guy to come in and he killed those innocent people? Why didn't he go there? Why is it that he's always running to these shootings when it involves black people, but when it's white people, he turns his back on it? Is it that he doesn't care for them? Are you going to ask him that? Are you afraid to ask him that? And that's the reason why you're saying that he doesn't have to debate? 
Are you going to ask him why it doesn't he come out and just give a one-on-one with the media? Why is he always going to NBC to talk to Lester Holt or Scott Pelley? And are those questions already predetermined? Why is it that when he does have a press conference after a news brief, he has a little placard as to who he should call on? And we know that they told him only call on these people because he'll say, oh, they told me he, that I should be calling this person and, and you're going to ask the, ask, ask the question. I mean, he literally says this. You would think he wouldn't say it, but he tells us this. And you would think the media would jump on it and say, wait a minute, did he just say what we think he said? Yeah, he said it. He has his pulse on the media. They're controlling it. So although we're in November, I have no reason to believe that Joe is not going to run, that he will not be the candidate. And he could possibly get all the way to the convention and still be there. And Andrew, we've got to think about this also with Joe running. I'm going to take a step back and talk about a person we haven't spoken about in sight some time, which is Hunter Biden. Uh, although we're having all these, uh, he's being charged and we hear he's going before the courts and he's been indicted and whatnot. Guys, Hunter Biden will never see the inside of a jail. Never. He will never be held accountable for his crimes against society. Never. But some of you are saying, but wait a minute, he was indicted, he'll go before a jury. Yeah, but even if they find him guilty, Joe Biden will simply pardon him. Now, the only way that wouldn't happen is if Joe were to somehow mysteriously die before he's able to do it. But I'm sure that he's probably written somewhere to pardon my son. Now, they've they've gone before the press. The press have asked Gene Kareen, will Joe pardon his son? He's like, oh, Joe wouldn't pardon his son. Joe is going to pardon his son. Come on, guys. I mean, don't, don't believe that. He will pardon his son. He is going to pardon his son. So Hunter Biden, although it seems, seems as if those things are really hot for him right now, but it doesn't matter because he will pardon Hunter. Joe will pardon him. And he will never have to answer to his crimes. So that's a given. It's etched in stone. And the media won't come out and challenge him. They'll just say, well, wouldn't you do it for your son? It's his son. But of course, if Trump were to do it, they would attack him. Oh, how dare he? How could he? But for Joe, oh, Joe, well, no big deal. And of course, Barack Obama would say, no, nah, don't even cover it. It happened. Move on. It's his son. He served his country well. No, Joe did not serve his country well. And we should never say that in his byline. Once the end chapter has been written, we should never say that he served his country well because he has destroyed the infrastructure of our company, of our country. He's destroyed us. He's pitted us against each other. He's created this fantasy land, making men think that they can be women, having men compete against women. He wants to refer to women as birthing people and taking away them being women. And again, I've always said, where are these women rights groups? They're quiet. Quiet. So the question, will he, is he? Yeah, he will. He's going to, unless death takes him out. Why wouldn't he? The media is complicit. They're going to give him cover. So absolutely, Joe will run. He will be the candidate. Unless, as we said during the first half of the show, he dies. He goes in a coma. He suddenly, they admit he has uh, Alzheimer's and he can't fulfill the constitutional duties of the United States. But even with that, Andrew, they would just, they would cover it up. Jill wouldn't let that come out. We just wouldn't see him as much. And if we did see him, he would be sitting at his desk, smiling that crazy smile with the chiclet teeth. 
So the only way we would get rid of this man is if he were to die in office. Which is a possibility, because every day we see that he's, he's on the decline. And to think we are yet to see a health report. The media has not pushed it. They pushed it all the time with Trump. We want to see how, is he, how healthy is he. But not with Joe Biden. Not a mental capacity report. And Trump voluntarily handed it over. And they're not required to. But it's just a pressure from the media. But now, we've, as we've established, the media is a functioning arm of the Democrat Party, which is controlled by the government. So the media has become part of the government. Just another extension. Wow. Andrew, that's, that's all I can say is wow. 2023. And this is where we are. Well, Andrew, that, that's it. <laughs> I mean, we've given our listeners a lot to take in. And I hope that they share this because we we are not in a good place in this country. We simply are not in a good place. No, and guys, stay tuned. Dark with Robin and Andrew. We're going to have a lot of big shows coming up in the next year. Obviously, a lot's going to be taking place. Rob and I, after dark with Rob and Andrew and America Out Loud, is going to be here covering all of it for your 24-7 talk radio. Head over to americaoutloud.news where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. Find us on iHeartRadio. Just search America Out Loud. It's right there. You get it on the Roku. Get it on your radio at home, uh, in the car, just about anywhere you can find iHeartRadio anymore. So be sure to uh, subscribe to America Out Loud if you have not done so already. As I said, we're going to be right here for all this breaking news that takes place in 2024 thank you all for joining us on after dark with robin andrew which is available on iHeartRadio, spotify stitcher pandora or wherever you stream just search for america out loud or go to america news we'll see you guys next time and remember stand for something or fall for nothing <laughs> <laughs>